Good morning. Welcome to Behind the Blaze. I'm going to be your host, Christopher Barnett, with my co-host. Houston Gooch. And today we have another special guest, Coach Barry Vetter. He's our baseball coach here at Blackman. How's your day going? So far, so good. And uh, I just want to uh, thank you for joining us here today. And our first question for you is to describe, could you describe your background in baseball? My background in baseball. I started playing baseball when I was seven years old. Uh, played all the way up to high school, played uh, three years of high school because that many years ago we didn't have freshmen in high school. It was oh. only sophomores, juniors, and seniors. <laughs> so I played three years of high school, uh, and then I went to junior college and played two years, and then went to MTSU and played two years, finished playing, and then uh, stuck around and was a uh, graduate assistant pitching coach at MTSU. Okay. Then uh, decided that it was time to actually get a real job and make some money. So I started teaching and coaching baseball, and this is now year number 32. Wow. <laughs> so through your years of coaching, what do you find are your strengths? Uh, from a coaching standpoint, it's pitching and defense. Uh, from a, a head coaching standpoint, I think it's organization and discipline. Okay. So for upcoming baseball players, what are your requirements for them to join the team? Uh, first of all, they have to be able to play. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if they can throw and catch and, and hit and run, I mean, uh, if they can do any of those things special, then, then we can find them a place on the team possibly. Um, but they have to have some experience. They, they need to be playing in the summers, um, and, and they need to be able to have the fundamentals down. Um, right. And then, you know, when the kids come over, they have to uh, fill out all the paperwork for the physical and all the stuff that has to go in Dragonfly before we let them try out. So, uh, but as far as, as baseball skills, you know, they got to have some fundamentals and the ability to, to throw and catch. So have you had anybody that was new to baseball try to join the team? Yes. Actually, we picked up uh, a transfer uh, from Venezuela. Young oh man, wow! Young man that just moved here. He played at a baseball academy down in Venezuela, um, and he actually is from the same hometown of a young man that we had that just graduated. Wow! Uh, a couple of years ago, and um, so we were we picked him up, and uh, and then we've got another one that just moved in from Venezuela. Oh same wow! <laughs> Uh, so we're trying to develop a pipeline there, you could say. But yeah. uh, now we didn't know them. They come into school uh, and uh, registered and said that they had played baseball and was interested. So we gave them a look, and uh, they have to, some ability, and so we're going to work with them. So would you say it's pretty hard to join your team? <sighs> is it hard to join? Yes, I will say it is. Mm -hmm. uh, just from a standpoint, is we're limited on numbers. Okay. Uh, we don't have... Uh, the ability to have, let's say, 60 or 70 kids. We have 35. I uh, have 35 lockers in my locker room. Okay. And uh, so I'd like for each kid to have his own locker. Uh, you know, we can go to 36 or 37. We've done that before. But really, 35 is a good number because if you, you get much more than that, you don't have the ability as a coach to spend the time and give them the quality coaching that they need and deserve. Right. So what do you think is the main difference coming from middle school to high school baseball? Uh, the biggest thing is strength. Okay. It is, is, is 
um, the middle school kids haven't hit that growth spurt yet. Yeah. So usually it's after the freshman year or after sophomore year. We'll see a big difference uh, in their size. They grow in height. They'll put on a little weight. Or if, if they're a little chubby in high school, they'll grow and height-wise and slim down. But the maturity, the strength, uh, once we get them into our weight program, they usually get stronger. So mm -hmm. we give them usually two years to develop. Uh, and then it's the knowledge. Yes. You know, kids play and play and play in the summers, and they spend thousands of dollars to play, but they don't study the game. They don't watch right. the game. And so, yeah, they come in with the ability to catch and throw and hit, but in a situation they have no idea what they're doing. Right. So what does a co uh, practice day look like for you guys? Uh, practice day today. Uh, we just had a, a scrimmage on Saturday in, okay. in the sleet and the freezing rain. And so uh, <laughs> things that we made mistakes on uh, Saturday, we'll, we'll come out today and we'll fix those. Okay. So today is going to be uh, a team day. So we'll come out and we'll stretch and we'll run and we'll throw and do a little base running. And then uh, today we'll break up into to, uh, our groups by positions. Mm -hmm. And so we'll focus on some fundamental skills, and then we'll get together and go through some team st skills. We'll do, we'll do our uh, bunt defense, our first and thirds. We're okay. going to work on our picks today. Uh, and then when we're happy that we have an idea of what we're doing, then we'll go into batting practice and finish up around 6.30 tonight. That's nice. So um, as a coach, what do you look forward to or your goals for this year's season? What do we look for in our players is coachability. Yes. Uh, that's huge. We've got some very talented young players. Our freshman class is not big in numbers, but we have some talent, but they have to be coachable. Right. Uh, we have talent in our junior and senior class, uh, and now they have the, the mental skills, the fundamental skills that they need. Now they have to go perform. Uh, our sophomore class is extremely talented. They'll be bouncing back and forth between JV and varsity this year. We'll be counting on them. Uh, but our goal for this year is is same as it is every year, is you want to make it to the state. You want to be in the final eight, make it to right. the state. And uh, that's very difficult to do in this county. Um, so an immediate goal is we just want to get better every day, win every day, and then get out of the district. And if we can get out of the district and make the region, we feel like we have we have the ability to get to the state. But uh, that's our long-term goal is get to the state. That's not until May. So right now, we want to get better today. Today's the most important day that we'll right. have. So for you as a head coach, how do you boost your freshmen's knowledge in the game of baseball? And how do you get their maturity up? Uh, the maturity's got to come with the ability to take coaching. Yes. Uh, we get on them pretty good. Uh, our job as coaches is to make them uncomfortable. Okay. We make them uncomfortable in practice so that when we get to the games and they get in uncomfortable spots, they don't panic. Right. If we're all lovey-dovey and pat on the back and, oh, you're a fantastic player, and then when <laughs> you get in a game and a situation comes up and you struggle, they're going to panic. Yes. So we make them as uncomfortable as possible to a, to a limit. Uh, you know, we don't want to break them down completely, but sometimes you got to take young players, break them down, give them the fundamentals, and then build them back up. Right. 
So when you have a star player, when you lose that player after their final season of them being a senior, what is that change in player that who do you how do you like find the next player to fit that role that they played in? Well, you know, we don't go looking for star players. Um, we had a, a young man, you know, here in the last three years. Um, now he's playing Division One baseball. But uh, what we look for is, is to make every player the best they can possibly be. Because when that young man got hurt, uh, the next man had to step up. And right now we've got three seniors that are injured. Uh, and so we're not going to cancel the season because they're hurt. Right. The next man has to step up. So what we want to do is we want to make every player the best they can be so that when that opportunity comes, we don't lose anything. Right. They can step into that role. They fill that role. They perform at a high level, and, and we don't miss anything. Now, if a kid really develops and really works at it and becomes that star, oh, we're happy for that. Uh, but we don't go looking for the stars. We're looking basically to make every kid the best they can possibly be. It's, it's all about the kids. It's all about us as coaches making those players better right. and winning as a team. So who do you look up to as a coach in the big leagues, the minor leagues? Who do you look up to and base your coaching style off of? Uh, well, basically that was developed early on. I, okay. I took my high school coach and how he did things. I took my junior college coach and how he did things. And then the coaches that I worked with at MTSU, uh, I took their styles and, and things that I liked that they did and, and then develop my coaching style. Um, and every coach is different. You, you don't, I, I would say you don't copy, you just steal. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going to steal a little bit from this coach, a little bit from this coach because I like that, mm -hmm. and I'm going to put that into my style of coaching. And uh, I guess the guys I, I looked up to the most were, were my college coaches. Okay. Uh, they gave me a chance. And uh, when I got to college, I did not want to let them down. Right. So I gave them everything I had every day. And some days it was good and some days it was bad, but it was the best I had that day. And <laughs> so uh, those are the guys that I look up to. Yes. So what is the difference between for you going to a player to actually coaching? Like, how has that change been for you? Uh, the biggest is communication. You know, everybody everybody wants to talk about relationships, and relationships are very important with your players. But if you can't communicate with your players, they don't have that trust in that relationship. Um, and so I, I think, you know, what I tried to do early is you've got to keep a gap between being a young coach and your players. You want to have that relationship, mm -hmm. but you have to understand you can't be their friend. Right. I'm not your buddy. I'm not your friend. I'm not your pal. I'm mm -hmm. your coach. Right. Now, if you need me, I'm here. Uh, but uh, it, it's a big transition because, uh, you know, when you're only four or five or six years older than the kids you're coaching, you know, they think you're a friend. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so you've got, to, you've got to put that space between you and them. Uh, now – you know, I'm, I'm coaching 
kids now that I coach their dads. <laughs> so I'm way too old for that. And, uh, and I'm too old to change too much. But usually freshmen and sophomores are scared of me, which is good. <laughs> yes. And juniors and seniors figure out that, you know, I'm an old grumpy guy, but you know what? They can come and talk to me and right. we get along well. And so I think our varsity kids understand that, that it's about them and I'm there for them. And uh, the freshmen, sophomores, they figure that out once they make varsity. <laughs> so what's the recruiting process for your players? Uh, basically, they have to be seen. Okay. Uh, the, the difference in baseball, this will sound kind of weird, the difference in baseball than basketball or football is you don't have to be a great athlete in baseball. Mm. Baseball is a number sport. Right. And if you're a pitcher and you throw – 87 plus you're going division one <laughs> if you're going and throwing 80 let's say 83 to 87 you're probably going division two okay and, and that's not chiseled in stone but if i've got a kid that's throwing 87 with a good breaking ball i can find that kid a place in a d1 school right and uh you know and he doesn't have to be six foot four and run you know uh a six flat or something. Right. You know, it, that doesn't matter. Baseball is kind of weird like that. You know, it, it's exit velocity, it's arm speed, it's velocity. Uh, we get timed in the 60. In football, they run the 40. In okay. baseball, we run the 60 okay. because basically it's going to be 30 yards from home to first and 60 yards from home to second. Mm -hmm. And so we have to have a little more endurance. Um, so sometimes we have kids and we will tell them, I've told, told many kids, you know, go to showcases because if you can run really fast, if you can throw really hard, if you can hit with power, you can showcase that in one day and we can get you a scholarship. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a showcase player, you don't throw really hard, you don't run really fast, you, you're a high average guy but you're not a power guy, then we need to get these coaches in here to watch you play right. because you're a player. You're not an athlete. Right. And, uh, and, and, and the kids have a hard time with that sometimes because they think, well, if I go to this showcase and I spend $150 today and I throw 80 miles an hour, somebody's going to like me. Well, yeah. they might like you, but they're not going to offer you any money. Right. So I need to get them to sit down, watch you pitch, and now throw five innings of mm -hmm. no-hit baseball because you throw fastball, curveball, changeup anytime you want to, and you get kids out. Yeah. So there's a fine line there, you know, film in the Twitter universe and, you, and, and Instagram and all that, you know, that's all nice. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day is if you don't have the numbers, they've got to come sit down and watch you play. Right. You know, I can see a football player and he's six, five and he runs, you know, uh, four two forty. Well, I'm gonna make him an offer, and it doesn't matter if he can, <laughs> if he knows anything about football. I'm gonna make <laughs> right. him an offer. He's right. he's an athlete. In baseball, we don't have that. Okay. We just don't. Uh, you know, we show up at these showcases. They're gonna stretch you out. They're gonna run the sixty right away. Well, if you're slow, they just mark you off, and move to the next kid. Yeah. If if you're gonna throw, they're gonna put a gun on you and 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 uh, determine your velocity. Well, if you're 80, they mark you off and move the next kid. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's tough, but there is a place. If you're willing to, to travel and willing to spend a little money, we can find you a place to play. Right. If you've got the skill set, there, there are enough baseball 
schools out there, university and colleges and small colleges, where we can find you a place. And that's, that's what a lot of our kids have done. Mm -hmm. We've got several kids going to Division three schools, to NAIA schools, to junior colleges. So not everybody's a D1 guy, right? Uh, but you don't have to be. If you love baseball and you want to play, we'll find you a place. Thank you for joining us today. I, I did have a great conversation with you, and I hope you enjoyed the interview yourself. And go Blaze! Go Blaze. Thank you for having me.